0: I'm the, I'm the raspy I have the raspy voice this week.
1: Hmm. Dance? Anybody want to dance? It's
0: not a bird, it's not a plane, it's Superhero slave. It's a modern podcast where we talk about everything that's great. Like movies, TV, superheroes,
1: it's Superhero slave. Hello everyone and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard.
0: And my name is Mike Royer.
1: And this weekend was Batman Day. I didn't, oh, I didn't this know this. Oh,
0: Batman Day. We don't even have a trailer. Just, I guess we'll cut to the chase. No Batman trailer. No,
1: no Seems chance. like today
0: would be the perfect day to do this, right?
1: It looks like they're cutting the Batman trailer in a trailer, though. We'll talk about <laughs> what that looks like later. Uh, I forgot, Hitmonkey is coming to Hulu still. Uh mm. that that hit monkey, <laughs> assassin monkey. Yeah. Watch out for him. That old
0: Jeff Loeb, up yeah. to no good over there.
1: Yeah. I think I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's even seen it yet, but we'll, we'll, Is we'll
0: he, I don't know if he's technically allowed on the premise anymore. No,
1: yeah, uh, but he's living out back in the dumpster. He's still he's using that as their address, but uh Hawkeye hits a mark with his first trailer. Bullseye. Uh-uh. Uh he's not in that. No, don't don't say that, Mike. You're gonna start rumors and
0: more. I mean, there was kind of like a bullseye motif on one of the logos in the trailer, but I think that's just because archers hit bullseye, so it just happens to be- a his,
1: his icon there. is kind of a bullseye as well, if you look mm-hmm. at him. Um, and I, I want to actually, I think it looks like something else, but we'll talk about what that looks like later. I've got yeah. some, I've got ideals, ideals. Yeah,
0: but if you can't tell out there, listeners, uh, I'm a little slow today, I've been run a little bit ragged, the uh, brother-in-law was in town, and he's a Navy boy- that's Is his 10 name years. Davey, and he's still in the Navy? <laughs> what do you say when somebody's 10 years younger, like 10 years my junior? Uh, so he's got, a, he's got a he's got an extra 10 years on me. I could barely keep up with the uh, with uh, action this weekend, so I'm just I'm exhausted, run down. But as always, I'm here every week to talk about the nerdiest of the nerd stuff. That's
1: right. You're here. You're up. You're going. We're, we're, we're doing it. Yeah. Um, Uh, speaking of nerd things, I'm just gonna go ahead and get this out of the way, Mike. I was hashtag blessed (laughs) to secure a PlayStation 5 this week for for the first time. Oh
0: yeah, that was a crazy, you thought it was stolen and then your your neighbor actually swiped it, but... So, good intentions.
1: So FedEx, FedEx left it literally in the middle of my driveway, folks, uh, and that's not even the first FedEx package I'm having trouble with this week. But um, I was able to secure a digital version. Uh, oh, and I didn't tell you. Did I tell you the code that they gave me? Hundred dollars PlayStation with it was redeemed when I went to open the <laughs> oh email God already. Like,
0: yeah, you you did tell me that. But, like, how does that even happen? I would imagine this code is, like, sealed within the box, well, isn't it? Well,
1: it, it was emailed to me from the company, and I checked to make sure my email wasn't hacked, no hack. Uh-huh. Uh, I got a hold of PlayStation. They were like, yeah, we can confirm that this was redeemed not on your account Uh, in a different country. I'm like those sons of bitches. Uh, I
0: That's, that's even crazier because I, I always had a feeling that when like a digital code is sent out, especially for like digital goods, uh, that it's just an auto generated thing. That's mm-hmm. like generated the second before it's sent to you. So yeah. it's like, how on earth did this happen? It,
1: it's well, I think maybe game or PlayStation generates them and send a batch to GameStop and GameStop possibly had maybe, uh, ill-purposed employees who were like maybe Ooh. sending these out and using them or I something yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah I went to GameStop the guy there was very very helpful um, trying, to, trying to get this but I was able to secure one and um, despite my struggle setting it up for some reason I cannot recommend this console right now like until <laughs> until they, they work out some of these bugs um, like I, I finally got it set up and um, I was able to do the um, Astro uh, Astro Bot game that comes with mm-hmm. it it's like a demo for the um the Dual Sense controller, which actually has like motors in the triggers and can vibrate on separate sides, And I'll tell you that controller is pretty goddamn cool. That's, um, that's great to hear. Like so, there's a point in the in the the thing where you're shooting arrows um, at like little other like balloons and stuff to kind of pop them, Ooh. and as you pull the trigger more, it actually gets harder to pull at the at the end of the the trigger, so you can actually like feel the tension in the triggers. Oh, that's um, nice. And then there are a couple points uh, where you're climbing around and like if you um, you like to to grab onto something you have to pull it halfway and then it hands it then you have to it kind of it feels like it snaps like like the motor like flips off and then, like you can actually grip it as you pull it harder which is really cool so i'm excited to dive into a game i bought actually last year uh, miles Morales um and the spider-man remaster with these uh, DualSense controller triggers and mm-hmm. see if, if they have any effect on the web swinging because as we know that's like our favorite part of the game right it's like swinging mm-hmm. around that city so i'm excited to kind of see if that um, looks like and get see see what those look like in PS5 fidelity coming up here. Yeah.
0: That would be sick. Yeah, I haven't been up to a whole lot this week. I have kind of dipped my toe back into the Castlevania animated show on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um just here and there I believe they're up to season four right now because at least that's where I'm at right now I didn't check ahead but I don't think season five is out just yet but season three was a little bit of a a drag in the sense of it almost felt like the entire season was a filler episode which is not good but I kind of slogged my way through it and season four seems to be uh, picking up a little bit better, but uh, yeah, uh, I've mentioned uh, okay. Castlevania in the past on the show, so I'm am still in it, you know. Yeah. It just slowly takes me a while to get back into things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of your previous recommendations, one of the recommendations uh, the employee Game site gave me what to play was, in fact. Tsushima, the director's cut um, oh, with the new island. So was uh, delicious. if I can somehow feel comfortable spending $70 for a PlayStation game, because that's what they're all priced at right now. It mm-hmm. uh, feels like a swift kick in the nuts. If I'm going to be honest. Uh, after, But I, I, I know why they have to raise costs. I get it. We've had $60 games for, what, 20 years now? Um, But like I'm like ah, it's that 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 initial. I watched
0: I watched a very informal kind of look into the price of video games. Uh, I think it was more of like a satirical video, so you can't really take it as fact. But if you look at what video games were priced like back in the day, when like the Super Nintendo came out and stuff like that, like the basically the the thesis was like the price of games nowadays is it's basically arbitrary right yeah. you know they're getting money from other places they it just we've kind of just weirdly settled on the 60 dollars for no particular reason it, that's just kind of where it fell uh, yeah, I, I don't know yeah. I, I well, don't I'm luckily I don't buy too many games in a given year so it, it doesn't make that the, much big of a difference to me but yeah there's probably like some kid out there who's just like 10 more dollars that means I got to wait another week for my allowance yeah. to come in to get this game
1: well I, I think I think the thing is for me um because I have to buy digital now for playstation I can't buy a secondhand copy to test the game out right so mm-hmm. I even told you this like I'm like hey a physical copy of a game is five dollars but the digital version is still full price um, it's it just, I, I'm going to be a little more choosy when I get something, but like at the same time, like, you know, a game like Tsushima, a game like God of War for PlayStation, they don't have um, the add-ons. They don't have the, the extra, you know, um, in-app purchases, if you will. Um, so for those games, you know, I don't feel bad paying uh, full price for those knowing I don't have to buy anything else. In those games um mm-hmm. because you mentioned the other games any other game you pick right now what well, call of duty you can spend what 150 dollars on the storefront right now and not even buy everything i think they have mm-hmm. to offer
0: but also weirdly uh depending on what you want to play in that universe you can pay literally nothing and play yeah. like something like For, warzone and yeah. don't put any money into it
1: yeah so it, yeah it's it's, it's, a, it's a mixed bag so if anyone has any playstation 5 recommendations please shoot them my way of course um uh be more than happy to try that but yeah mike your recommendations goes i i i did i did talk about that with with the gamestop employee and i did i did say hey my my podcast co-host of superhero slate wink wink download it um, wink little, wink
0: nudge nudge superhero slate.com yeah. subscribe yeah exactly. he's just like right, how are you talking to me yeah. right now this is not not how people i felt like i was
1: looking like breaking the fourth wall but there was no fourth wall. I was like who are you talking to like yeah. who are you looking at over there anyway he's like,
0: oh another one of these deadpool nerds uh, yeah. breaking the fourth wall in the real world exactly. get out of here he's like are you having a
1: stroke <laughs> sir sir um, Anyway, speaking of up-to-date news and stuff, right now, today, uh, the Emmys, I believe they call it the Primetime Emmys, not Mm -hmm. the Creative Arts Emmys, which we had this conversation Mm -hmm. off-air, is going on this evening at uh, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific and um i just wanted we you know there's been some awards already given out like wandavision one for agatha all along which is really cool um but the the full award winners we will cover next week next week's episode um right now disney yeah. plus has 71 nominations across the mandalorian wandavision falcon and winter soldier and other stuff so mm-hmm. that's fantastic good for them this would be marvel's first emmys right like one division would win them their first Emmys because yeah, that's their first four. I, I, foray I in think the TV. so. It's always
0: har- it's always hard to keep track of the Emmys because they kind of fall like weirdly. I guess September's not the middle of the year, but like with the cutoff and when it airs, like we're always used to the Oscars kind of at the beginning of the year, kind of wrapping up what happened in that previous calendar year. Mm-hmm. So I I never know what qualifies when exactly. So I was like, Wait, was there anything Disney Plus? At the yeah. Emmys last year, but no, I guess not.
1: No, yeah, I I think my my understanding of the Emmys is it's like the school year um, because they had the fall and spring seasons, right, and they don't yeah. really do summer seasons. Yeah, um, but
0: also that almost doesn't even really matter anymore because now TV comes out literally anytime, yeah. anywhere.
1: Exactly, yeah. So I, I think it's just one of those like, hey, we're going to offset the Oscars with uh, – Emmys like that way every six months rather than do it all at once because I again I want a vision I didn't you know not too surprised right that that dropped in what February March or January but like Falcon and Winter Soldier was like March and I'm like really they they can like that that would have been up to April so um yeah hopefully Don Cheadle gets an award for that you know minute and a half he spent yeah. on screen in episode one for oh, guest actor yeah
0: yeah, I mean, and I'm sure he can get nominated for this week's episode of What if, What If because he technically has lines in it. So he did. <laughs>
1: he he will. He, the the guy who's won it all for for really doing the least amount possible. So um, yeah, that'll be that'll be it. But let's jump into the news, Mike. Let's let's, let's get into this. Um, the Batman Day was this weekend. Apparently, September 18th this year. I, it's always on a Saturday, I believe. Is Batman Day. Um, and this weekend, um, Matt Reeves showed a behind-the-scenes edit uh, photo of him editing the Batman, and I will tell you, this is like the least professional photo I've ever seen in my life to represent one of the biggest franchises Warner <laughs> Brothers oh, has. Oh my goodness!
0: Yeah, you gotta look at this photo. You know, do the do the right click on Twitter so you can uh, view the image like in full and. Yeah. This desk is covered in garbage. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, uh, There's like supplement bottles of probably things for like eyesight so you don't go blind looking at these monitors for hours.
1: There's that. uh, um, I I don't know if that's Matt Reeves technically on the computer, but he's wearing a mask. Good for him. But also rubber gloves um, (laughs) with a bunch of tissue paper, empty cups, and what appears to be a Qdoba bowl. Uh, yeah all, it all is kind of what it looks like All wrapped up there one <laughs> thing um, And I, I, dove, I dove in the screen So this looks like it's a um, uh, Actually a screenshot from August 21st or August 20th based on the time frame mm-hmm. up, up in the corner but it looks like He's writing notes in the bottom of the screen To um, For review update uh, With increased wobble to gun And revised hook motion so it looks like uh, they're adding notes to the uh, the shots as they kind of go along here. Other yeah. than that, I don't, I don't see much else. Do you?
0: Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, if you take the literal uh, Batman look of the photo, he's got a grappling hook. Yeah. Uh, right? A grapple – I guess a grapple gun, if you will. So I, we've kind of been given rough estimates of how long Robert Pattinson has been Batman for in this universe. I, what have they said? Like maybe like
1: two – Two to five maybe, years maybe? T- yeah.
0: So I guess he, he does have the grapple gun ready to go. So yeah. that's cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um I was hoping for more but you know they're saving that for Fandom, right? Like the Batman trailer is confirmed oh, for Oh yeah,
0: Fan- Fandom is coming up, that's right.
1: Yeah, so that's next month. I can't believe we're in the back half of September, Mike. So uh,
0: I mean, I got to get through uh the Great British Baking Show first. Yes. Uh I got to get that first premiere episode done. Yep. and then I can look forward to a you Batman gotta trailer. pick
1: your favorite in that episode one uh, I, th- yeah. I think you and I off air should, should throw down bets on who's gonna win because oh, I caught call, yeah. I called last year's pretty early and I felt pretty good about that so yeah well
0: you you always uh you always get the, the sn- you always get the sneak peek and get the yeah. episodes a little bit earlier and I I, I wait till uh Friday night to kind of enjoy at the end of my week on Netflix so yeah we'll we'll, we'll key in over the weekend we'll yeah. see what we can come up with
1: yeah exactly we'll we'll, we'll be discussing what's baked and what's not baked So. We'll <laughs> Uh, but it's saying in the Batman universe, the rumor going around right now is that there's a spinoff for the Penguin character who's debuting in the Batman at HBO Max.
0: Um,
1: now, right now, Colin Farrell is the lead of, of, of the Penguin, um, but he's they're unsure if he'll return for the show. Um cool bring, bring back jo- Bring back Jonah Hill into the
0: conversation yeah. I guess uh, son yeah. of the penguin that's what they actually I wouldn't be surprised if that's a comic book somewhere already son of the penguin S- son of that just, I just that, son of penguin I think. oh yeah son of penguin yeah. let me
1: see son of penguin um, son of penguin is a 2017 Batgirl storyline published in Batgirl oh, volume 5
0: bam Yep. what was it We're last week we, we, we talked fly about? And they exist. Venomized
1: <laughs> Miles was it that one? We, we oh one? yeah,
0: there was a what did I say? And we saw like a shot of him. Oh yeah, there's there's a new Dark Ages. Yeah, there's a new comic out, and I think uh, I guess spoilers for that comic that like in one of the last panels you do get, you yeah. get a look at what a mile a Venomized Miles would look like, yeah. which kind of just looks like a Miles with a tongue, and I think he's got like more like rolls and rolls yeah. and like folds in his costume if I kind of remember right, but. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. what 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 is happening at HBO Max? Can anybody tell me what's happening at HBO so, Max with DC? Like, there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. Greg Berlanti's involved. Matt Reeves involved. All of these fractured universes. I just, like, I don't know. And then they have all these leftover things like uh, Titans and Doom Patrol that are, like, apparently Doom Patrol's still, like, really yeah. critically beloved. And uh, Titans seems to be pushing forward, even though I never hear anyone talk about Titans personally uh yeah. but what's what's going on somebody step up so, to the plate and tell me what i need to do
1: uh, what we need to know <laughs> is actually what the hell are they doing because here's the thing we can we could write down literally a whole episode of what is dc what what was theorized at hbo max right but like what is actually coming to fruition not a thing so far i have we even seen a, a a behind the scenes shot or anything that's coming to hbo max of yeah the- so. And it's even,
0: it's even hard to keep things straight in your head because they had all of those announcements last year at Fandome. Like, I yeah. literally remember this rectangular grid with, like, 20 avatars on it of, like, different faces of shows that they're making. And it's just, like, some of them were shows, some of them were movies, and you couldn't really tell either way because they just kind of glommed them all into one graphic. So I was like, I think is supposed to be a show, right? But I think Blue Beetle is a movie... Uh, and then I think there's also supposed to be like a movie, but I think it's going to go straight to like HBO Max, and that mm-hmm. even was that was even the before the pandemic Justice and all these rules. Yeah, thing. so it's like, and then it's like, of course, there's there's no um, there's no cohesion with a universe anymore, so you can't even like plot any of that out. So mm-hmm. yeah, so when we report news, like there's there's a possibility of a Penguin spinoff show. It's just like not only have we not seen this Batman movie yet, which I think it could be good. It's really got potential. I'm not yeah. worried about that but it's just like come on what about the rest of this stuff i don't know what's happening here
1: well exactly and i think something i read this week was um superman and lois is actually uses the hbo max like um studios or something up 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 uh, north and but it debuts on the on the cw so like they're sharing some of this stuff right now which is really weird but uh i, I don't know what's happening and I, I wish we just had like a hey here's some rough release windows right like Remember when Marvel was like, "Hey, fall of uh, fall of 2020 kind of things," and there was some delay. Sure, we we did have a pandemic that shut down all of production, but like, we literally know nothing other than, "Hey, here's some rumors. What's going on over there?" And if you can't bring back Colin Farrell as the Penguin, is there even a reason to do it? Um, would it would it be would it be
0: weird meta if you had a uh, Johnny Depp as the Penguin? You know, just pulling the Crimes mm-hmm. of Grindelwald up in this uh, DC universe? It,
1: it could it could be. What what if it's uh. <laughs> Uh, Danny DeVito back as the Penguin. Uh, oh my
0: gosh, that'd be great.
1: Yeah, I I think again I looked up uh, the the son of Penguin. His name is Ethan Cobblepot, which would definitely be a uh, Jonah Hill. I, or was it, it was Josh Gad? Wasn't it was Josh Gad instead at the later point being the Penguin, rumored. Um, either one, put him in there. Let's do a son of Penguin. Hell, that's our rumor now. That's at HBO Max. Did you know that, Mike? They're doing Son of Penguin over there.
0: <laughs> well, you heard it here first, everybody. Yeah,
1: that's right. So when they do that, you'll you'll know. But um. Yeah, I think this is – sure, whatever. Add it to the list of things we've heard but have seen nothing for. Yeah. So, And
0: also, like, not to mention this possible Catwoman show or Gotham PD yeah, show. Yeah, Gotham like, I
1: think is the only one that's actually happening. Uh, like Catwoman was another rumor. Like, okay, yeah. whatever.
0: This is why – another thing I forgot to mention I was watching this week. I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of going back and kind of sloppily going through the Bond archive with no rhyme or reason, right? And I was talking to Chris offline and I was telling him like, oh, if this uh, MGM uh, acquisition goes through at Amazon Prime, I, I almost guarantee with the way the media landscape is, of course, we'll keep getting Bond movies like, you know, we have always been, but there's definitely going to be like a streaming series on Amazon called, like, Q, mm-hmm. all about his gadgets, and there'll probably be like a streaming series called 009 or something. I, and right, then, where where the knows? other 00s? That's what I want Yeah. M- maybe even like a Money Penny TV show, mm-hmm. and then uh, eventually they'll all make it over into like the Bond cinema cinematica universe and yeah. and then we like i we we ultimately know like the the family has control over that character but i think the only stipulation we've really ever heard is bond needs to stay in theaters on the big screen but like yeah that's bond what about all of his cohorts yeah. and friends they can be on on amazon prime right so yeah uh, i'm not surprised i'm not shocked to hear that they're tr- already trying to spin off everything from a movie we haven't even seen yet <laughs>
1: exactly well and the other thing is um you got me thinking about Bond we don't, This is with Daniel Craig's being the last one They could literally start the franchise on streaming And then work to a, a movie But you know It seems to be like in DC If you are an ancillary character in any movie You are now rumored to get a show Because uh, <laughs> we are, we've already cast you And, and honestly that's going to literally jump into our next topic Is one of these characters Who is confirmed to get done Is actually the Peacemaker show um, mm-hmm. Because he was um, he, uh, James Gunn wrote the Peacemaker show in, in quarantine last year After getting done with the Suicide Squad And he um, somehow lived through the Suicide Squad To get his own show here We got our first still from this upcoming series And it shows a, an interesting team uh, dynamic here um, The character on the left uh, The two on the left uh, the, the gentleman and the woman uh, Were last seen at the end of uh, The Suicide Squad The other mm-hmm. four are the people of the team And it looks like they're in, uh, again, a run-down maybe bookstore uh, or something like that uh, where they're set up shop here. I don't know a lot Mm -hmm. about this TV show other than he's got to save the world, and the more I see John Cena, the more he looks like Ernest P. World from the Ernest movies, and I, and I, can't, I can't break it.
0: <laughs> a jacked Ernest, I yeah. love it. Uh, and this is the total opposite of the, what we were talking about previously, because when this Peacemaker, like, you know, spinoff was announced, like, I feel like it was, like, just a couple days later until, like, James Gunn was, like, sharing pictures from his phone of, yeah. like, what the script cover looked like and stuff like <laughs> we're that. We're filming today. <laughs> yeah, exactly, so it's just, like, there, there's, there's nothing wrong with announcing this stuff in advance right or even yeah. like having like these strong rumors but like when the creator is like on top of it right you know, it'll only be a matter of time, and still, until we see like the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, like picture of uh, you know, the PDF mm-hmm. that Gunn's working on, right? So, uh, you know, yeah. he's he's on top of it, and he gets us, he gets it to us in a timely way, yeah. which is how you get work, right? How you get work in any industry, you got to be on time. Yeah,
1: you and you gotta you gotta have that. Like you can't have like idea people. Yeah, there's a there's a time and place for them, but like yeah, they they can they can be there and then also uh, it's actually a, a video store I, I actually just looked at the tweet thread of what the link we shared and it's in a hin hin and lauder's video in evergreen washington shut down in 2008 <laughs> so there we go All right. um but yeah I, I, like you said there are things that you know side characters can come to fruition um you know suicide squad's a very interesting thing because every character in that is you know very very strong in and of themselves um especially peacemaker so you know having um john cena a very big action starts The year of John Cena, right? Like by the time this comes out, he'll be in he'll be in Fast Nine, Suicide Squad, and Peacemaker, and probably more. What was that vacation movie you watched as yeah, well?
0: Vac- vacation Friends on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: um, yeah, we'll see how this goes. But yeah, you can check out that video, that still, and we'll we'll just keep you posted. I'm expecting another. I'm expecting a trailer for this um, at what's that thing called Fandom? F- Fandom, month, yeah, yeah. Month as well. So we'll do that. But you know. Take any ideas you have, Mike, for making movies and throw them out the window. You know why? Because Warner Brothers says they don't need you anymore. Mm -hmm. They have signed a deal for an AI-driven film management system with a company called Sinalytic. And... If this doesn't reek of um, Space Jam Legacy coming to <laughs> life, I don't know what is.
0: Yeah, exactly. It just feels like the the biggest cell phone in the world, right? Like I and I hate that when I see headlines like this now forever. I will think of Algae Rhythm and yeah. Don Cheadle's face. Like the two were the two the two things to ever come together to make me hate Don Cheadle, right? Because I love Don Cheadle, but like mm. you slap that name on him and you put him in like a Bugs Bunny universe, and it's just like what is happening yeah. here.
1: That that's that's uh, how that's he should have lost. Is emmy nomination for that role <laughs> i think i said when we reviewed that but yeah yeah um but also this is um the way i showed it to you is uh, someone referenced bot from the south park what i mean 15 plus years ago where they just had a robot who just spit out adam sandler movie ideas at, at warner was oh, it warner yeah. brothers
0: so well also there's also that episode two where is it the family guy is it the simpsons kind of farce one the cartoon wars where there's like a a bunch of like manatees oh yeah that are doing yeah
1: yeah yeah they're pulling out the the family Guy suggestions yeah yeah Um, i like the story but like yeah so so this is um they they say this won't predict what the next one billion dollar will be but it'll reduce the amount of time executives spend on low value repetitive tasks um so I, i i it's not a full robot just pitching ideas, but apparently it'll help them guide decision making at the green light stage, which makes me sound like this is the algorithm, the algae rhythm, Mike, because you hate <laughs> it so much. To um to uh figure out your, your box office return, your return on investment based on whatever whatever the out whatever information you're you're feeding this machine.
0: Yeah. I mean I, I just look at it as whatever what what did you say the company that created this AI. Synalytics, I mean, I guess just good for them for fleecing some money out of uh, Warner Brothers, right? Because I I think my single favorite thing about like Hollywood and talking about pop culture in general is you never know what's going to be the next big thing, right? You, You just, you can't always predict it. You know, I guess, you know, this AI driven platform maybe will have a return on revenues of like maybe like five more percent or something like that. So, you know, it's just worth it in the end. It pays for itself technically if we just increase our stock value by that much, but it's just like you never know what the next big thing is going to be, and I think that's what's exciting. Yeah. You know, you'll you'll be like, oh, there's this movie coming out this summer. I've never heard of it before. Oh, it's got like a one person in it that I know, and then before you know it, it's number one at the box office. It made a ton of money, and people really like it, and then it spurs this whole new, like, you know, like a vampire genre or a zombie yeah. genre or something. Something's always going to spark uh, the creative imagination yep. so I, I don't think that's something an AI is ever gonna do because it's just so it's just too random and unpredictable
1: right and and I think the one of what this does to me is not necessarily say what's gonna win at the box office by by chance but like I like B and C level movies Mike like there are some that are really fun to watch and like you just turn off the you know the critics out your brain like oh this is stupid but I can forgive it because we're having fun and mm-hmm. it's not going to be you know it can be a ten million dollar movie and make fifty and that's great but like we don't need to have box office movies box like blockbuster movies every time we go to the movies like there's still room for low budget fun films out there that are that are that are good or even some a twenty four artsy art house films right like you can still put out there that aren't yeah. you know they're not not guaranteed winners but they're still fun because you know movies are. You know inherently whatever you feel In the moment and you know, can, can really dive Into a zeitgeist at, at a I don't know at, at a heartbeat so
0: yeah it is it's it's funny to imagine um you know how horribly wrong an ai could go because it all depends on the data that you feed it right you know uh what was it when the uh when the avengers movies were like really it's not like they're not in their prime anymore but like you know when like age of ultron was coming out like you know in in mid like phase two marvel hype it was all those articles right about how samuel l jackson was like the highest return in the box office right because he just happened to be involved in all of these high grossing projects so like If you feed that money, if you feed that information into the AI, the AI is going to say, like, oh, put Samuel L. Jackson in literally anything and he'll give you a billion dollars. Like, no, that's not how it works. He just happened to be in those movies. So, yeah, I, I I am curious. Because also, if you think about it on paper, like the david harbour hellboy reboot right mm-hmm. it, it seemed to have a lot going for it right like david harbour huge star right hellboy a comic book property it's a reboot all of these things are very very uh, profitable and then it just sucked so i mean like with the hopefully the uh the ai will have like a little tooltip that says like maybe don't hire that screenwriter mm-hmm. or i've analyzed this script this movie's really fucking stupid maybe you should get a different mm-hmm. writer
1: yeah, I mean there, there's there's different things you know that go into this, and literally like I said, it's it's it, whatever in the moment something like again I'm gonna I'm gonna use last year's reference, Mike Tiger King would never ever have made it big had we not had a pandemic literally at the same time that launched, right? Like, oh yeah, we, I never yeah. would have watched it. There was too much other stuff going on, but when everything else froze and everything else nothing else came out, like well I guess we gotta watch it now. So um, like there's literally tons and tons of unpredictable things that can make something good or bad depending on the right circumstances. So, mm-hmm. um yeah, this is just hilarious that Warner I feel like Warner Brothers is just shooting themselves in the foot right now. Like I, what happened up there? Like again they lost Christopher Nolan to somebody else, um Universal, right? Um but again Christopher Nolan's a fucking nutcase. Uh he can make great movies, but like his um, obsession with like he 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 says that you can't open a movie 3 weeks before his or 3 weeks after his movie if you if he does a movie with you. Like what kind of maniacal control do you need? But either way, <laughs> Warner Brothers is just, is just doing a bunch of crazy stuff. And after watching Space Jam Legacy this this uh, summer, uh, I'm not feeling confident over there, Mike. Yeah,
0: this is a tumultuous podcast for yeah. Warner Brothers right now, very up and down. <laughs> yeah,
1: so uh, hopefully this turns out to just be something they use in the background that we never hear about again and doesn't change anything. They just can like guess they can they can they can reduce. The, the variance on how much money they should return on a film rather than anything else. So we'll knock on wood. The most unexpected news to drop this week is what we're going to talk about next. And that is a, there's a twisted metal series coming out uh, from Sony and Anthony Mackie is going to star in this somehow. (laughs) Um, I, I, Anthony Mackie is great in the Marvel movies. He's in, I'm not in love. I I don't think he's the bad part of the Falcon and winter soldier, but like anything else he does outside of that, I'm not in love with, like I'm not, clamoring to see Anthony Mackie anything else
0: it's not that we don't it's funny because we kind of both had this not realization but I feel like we both almost admitted it (laughs) this week to each other like yeah, we're not exactly Anthony Mackie stands, right? Yeah. I mean, he he's fine. No, like I have no issue with him personally. He uh, he plays a fun Falcon, but yeah, I feel like we're not really ever reaching out for more Anthony Mackie outside of the MCU. So it was here to, weird to kind of see this title of just like does Anthony Mackie, on his own, have the star power to like yeah. launch like you know. I would say a beloved video game franchise. Yeah. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Maybe he does, and it's just us, Chris, that you know aren't aren't you know well, on the Anthony Mackie train.
1: Th- th- and that's fine. But like you know, when, when you think of *Twisted Metal*, Mike, what's the first thing you think of?
0: It's like cars shooting each other. Yeah, <laughs> but
1: the big scary clown, right? Like you know, oh yeah, sweet tooth. You're thinking of sweet tooth and. Um. I don't think of it in any in particular person. So I feel like this is going to be like kind of like one of those wasn't that need for speed movie that had uh, the Breaking Bad guy in it. Um,
0: oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, like, like think, I don't.
1: I think about cars. I don't think about the people in the cars.
0: Yeah. And also, the video game, to me, it's just weird, right? I mean, not only do you have, like, a deranged clown, but you also have, like, this character named Axel that's, mm-hmm. like, bonded to his, like, uh, vehicle, which yeah. is just two, like, giant wheels. I remember being, like, dark and gritty and kind of uncomfortable, but also you felt really cool because you're, like, a kid playing it. Like, oh, yeah. this is, like, really well, – I feel like this is really <laughs> mature. So I'm just – and I try to think, like, how do you facilitate a story out of this? And I, I keep thinking – it's a movie I never saw, but I feel like I've seen the trailers for it enough. And it was that one – what was it called? Like Death Race or something like yeah, that well, where –
1: that, that was even a remake of, like, even older movies. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like, Twisted Metal in and of itself is – the idea is like there are these um, – I guess a tournament, if you will, kind of like Mortal Kombat. And then if you win the tournament uh, as that player, you get, you get to make a wish. And whatever you wish is – you know comes true whether it's good or bad that you know it's up to the interpretation but like that's the point so you play as the characters like you do in Mortal Kombat to see their ending right and how their ending approaches themselves so how, how does how does this come to a uh, variation of endings come to this I know Rob Zombie was big in what three and four I think he was even a playable character because he did the soundtracks for these so like that tells you the era of when Twisted Metal was good. like when Rob Zombie was still making music and not making Halloween movies. Yeah.
0: but I'd rather them just go absolutely wild than try to do anything grounded. What, to be honest,
1: and I I agree with it. Th- this is something I would have put Nicholas Cage in and not Anthony Mackie <laughs> Yeah.
0: In. Well, n- well, the thing is, Nicholas Cage he'd probably do the knockoff, right? He yeah. would do like the the um spiraled aluminum yeah. movie that goes like straight to VOD, right? And, and, and with like a quarter of the budget.
1: And that's what, he he can even do the sequel, Twisted Metal too. But like his his I, I, maybe I'm only thinking it's because he played Ghost Rider, which is a flaming skull, which was kind of crazy. Who rode a motorcycle mm-hmm. around and that kind of fits, Twisted Metal somehow. I don't I don't know, but like, Twisted Metal as a video should move forward as they haven't made a video game in years. The video game would fit perfectly in a vehicular battle royale mode, would it not? Like. Like mm-hmm. you have a huge arena, you're driving vehicles around, and you, and you kill each other. This is like you remember Vigilante Eight, even like this was the era of like car oh, combat. Yeah, games. I do remember that. Yeah. and, so, like, and
0: like the ca- and the cars have like super moves as well. There was like an indie car that could turn into a tornado, and yeah. it's like, how are you gonna pull that off?
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and apparently, like Will Arnett is executive producing the series, Mike. Just to throw this in here. and uh, <laughs> with with Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who I believe you know are they they're the, the, the lane guys um i believe they were deadpool as well right recent Warnick, weren't they yeah deadpool so like this has got some really weird talent all over this but like i not i can't wrap my head around what this story will be because anthony mackie's character's name is even john doe like the the like the generic john doe name like mm-hmm. what, what do we what do we do here like i, I don't <laughs> i don't know what's going on man so like i'm excited but at the same time like this video game hasn't had something released since uh, let me go through here, uh, twenty twelve, almost ten years, yeah. and I don't even remember playing that one. I just remember the ones from the nineties.
0: Yeah, so. just make it as campy as possible yeah. and uh, ha- make it funny because it's not gonna be realistic in any yeah. way.
1: Hat like it, it, may may I request one thing that it will probably not get? What's that? An R rating.
0: Oh yeah, oh this movie yeah this movie <laughs> should be rated or the series should yeah. be. Rated Mature. Or whatever.
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the games are M for Mature, but like, yeah, give me an R rating because I want I want the language, I want the explosions, I want people dying in this in this movie or this series. So like, um, the other part is it's a series. I don't even know they were doing a series or who was going to, but Sony seems to have a have a Netflix. Maybe we'll we'll see, but like, um, yeah, I don't know. Like this is. One of those news stories I didn't expect to get this week, Mike, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm still kind of like on the fence on how I feel, but I'm I, I'm excited as as a brand new PlayStation owner, Mike. Sure, twisted metal it is. <laughs> this week, also, other than the Great British Bake Off, wink wink, we get Star Wars Visions September 22nd. That's Wednesday on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. Mike. The same day as our What If episodes, which I thought they'd at least change them a little bit, but you know, you never know. Got a lot of anim- animation to watch this Wednesday, man. Yeah, we do. I am. Um, I'm excited for this, um, but you know, um, I don't. I do. You, I, is it weekly? Do you remember if it's weekly? That's where I'm going to like show my ignorance here. Um, I mean,
0: I feel like it. Everything so far on Disney Plus has been weekly. I would. I would assume yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Yeah, because it's got nine episodes. Um, actually, it says original release date September 22nd for all of them. So it looks like they're just dropping. all all 10 of these short films uh, at once. So Um, according to Wikipedia, now we could be wrong. Do forgive us if we are wrong, but um, it looks like we're gonna have a lot to watch by next week. So uh, we might we might jump in these. I don't know how long they are either. Um, I don't think they're uh, Yeah, I
0: guess, I guess that's something I didn't really consider but probably should have. Of Yeah, these are probably – if it's in the vein of a lot of the other kind of short anthology stuff that we've seen, there will probably be some that are like two minutes long, mm-hmm. maybe some that are like eight minutes long. So I guess dropping all ten, you could probably get them done in one sitting pretty easily. Yeah,
1: so um, cool. Well, well, we'll check it out and uh, let you guys know. But yeah, put that on your, put on your readout for, for Disney Pluses. This week. Okay, Hitmonkey. You remember this <laughs> from the Jeff Loeb era of the Offenders TV series that was supposed to come together. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, uh, was it Howard the Duck and was it uh, Tigra? Modoc. Well, Modoc yeah. and then Tigra and Dazzler or something like that? Yeah, yeah, were, yeah. yeah. Were, were, uh, those two were canceled. Modoc got released, and I am ashamedly have not finished the series yet. Not because it's bad, I just forget to go to Hulu to watch this stuff mm-hmm. um, and then hit monkey uh, was still coming out so we had our first image from this upcoming hit monkey uh series and um it looks a little bit like maybe the archer art style uh, for that guy in the back um I, I don't know what to expect from this uh or what I expected what do you think of this image I don't, alone? Think, I don't <laughs> think I don't think
0: anybody knows what to expect right you know I have a strong feeling much like when we talked about uh, New Warriors last week, right? You know, even if these shows have a great first season uh, critically, unless like it's an overwhelming number of people that flock to the show and say and chant to the sky that I will cancel my Hulu subscription unless I get another season. We're, we're probably not going to get season two oh, of no. Hitmonkey. I, I could be totally wrong, but yeah. Jeff Loeb, uh, he has been axed by Feige, all of his projects. So, uh, mm. I, yeah, I guess if you're a huge Hitmonkey fan, this could be really fun for you to get a little bit of Hitmonkey in your life, and then who knows, maybe he'll pop up and, like, an Avengers movie in the future, like in a collector's tube or something. This could
1: be interesting. Yeah. This could be something that, that pops up in a, what if like, you know, the things they left in, in play, like hit monkey and Modok could exist because of the, the, what if the multiversal thing, right? Mm. Like, that's fine. I don't think hit monkey is going to, um, affect the MCU at large. Uh, sadly. Uh,
0: yeah. I mean like Modok, he was the, he was like the real carrier of kind of like this offenders idea. I would say Modok was probably top billing, uh, with yeah. second billing going to Howard the duck, you know, yeah. probably close, you know, yeah. right. Uh, you know, but all, all these other ones were just kind of like, let's round out the team yeah. with the IP that we can create. Right. And then it's just weird that hit monkey and MODOK were the ones mm. left over. Right. Yeah. Like I, I wonder if this, you know, Feige just got to these shows early enough and like, you know, well, axed them before we could have seen,
1: them. I, I think the, the, the thing is, um Modoc at least has you know Pat Oswald behind it right. Like I think it had enough pull to be like, hey, this is still funny and you know it's very self-contained and and like
0: and the and the art style itself too kind of carried a lot of the promotion and production of just like oh it's it's like hand it's handmade you know
1: yeah yeah exactly and 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 probably they probably started on it maybe they had too much of it done they're like you know we we can't really lose this so that's it um so the other thing is that this series is announced to air november 17th of this year but uh and something for you mike uh jason sudeikis is the voice of bryce hit monkey's deceased mentor so uh, ted, jason sudeikis is in everything ted lasso himself is the voice yeah. of this this person um but um yeah i was looking here it looks like will speck yeah it doesn't have any like big names behind it unless jason sudeikis is like know they knew Ted Lasso was going to be a hit so like let's keep it because he's still in here um but uh I'm going to read the description they gave us because this is different than the comic book so uh in the show a Japanese snow macaque whose clan meets a stranded hitman Bryce and nurses him back to health but when Bryce bites the dust it's up to the titular simian guided by Bryce's ghost to follow in his assassin footsteps and seek vengeance which is not how this was made at all uh in (laughs) in the comic book um in this, he uh, I I don't like the he like the monkeys train he trained the monkey I guess in the comic books, so um that's where this is kind of weird with the, like the, the 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 not the alien the ghost portion was not in the actual well, part of
0: it yeah well I'm curious if like this in this uh, image that we're looking at it's kind of like a you don't usually see ghosts depicted as green I'm not mm-hmm. saying they can't be but and we see Hit Monkey wearing glasses I wonder if maybe these are like AI glasses. Yeah. And he's like seeing like a projection or something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, very well could be. Uh, so it's just interesting. It's going to talk. So I'm 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 interested to see some animation visuals. Uh, we have uh, less than two months before this comes out on Hulu. Um, I'll probably check it out, but Like this isn't big on my radar either. Like Mike, just just to I mean, you agree? It sounds like like. Probably everyone's like, yeah. yeah.
0: Don't 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 be shocked if there's not a spoiler cast for Hit Monkey. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just, we, that's all I can say. Well, the, the
1: thing is, I, I, we could probably guarantee maybe an episode one review thoughts, but like I think that's as far as we can guarantee. Like just to say we <laughs> yeah. tried it. Um, but like you know, much like Modok, nothing against Modok. I think it's funny. I just haven't haven't dive back into it.
0: Yeah. So. I mean, even if that's the last of the Modok show, I have no idea if it's been renewed or not or what's no, going on. There. No one. No Modok anything. is a. Yeah modok is eventually going to make it into the mcu broader he's he's too big to kind of just leave dangle on hulu right
1: yeah yeah pretty much so we'll see how it is and see you later see if what if or this multiverse does anything with these these properties uh venom had a fan screening in london um and what that means is they showed the whole movie and the post-credit scenes so the descriptions of these scenes no visuals are out in the wild so if you do not want to be spoiled by venom to carnage let there be carnage Whatever it is uh, Let um, Avoid the internet um, This movie will be out In less than two weeks um, Stateside So um, Just kind of give everyone A heads up on that um, uh, fan- I'm, I'm not going to post Any reactions to this movie or, or talk about them Because I think everyone Who comes out of an early screening Has rose tinted glasses Because you got to see it early And like uh, mm-hmm. It's like Ah fuck you Everybody else You didn't get to see it So Obviously this is the coolest thing ever So we'll wait until it comes out To, to save it But um, I'm excited to see this movie it's when it comes out So um, anything else you want to add to Venom? Let There Be Carnage, Mike?
0: Yeah, I just got to figure out when I'm seeing yep. it. <laughs> they th- threw a spoke in it when they decided to release it on my wedding anniversary. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll wiggle my way in there somehow that weekend. Yeah,
1: we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll make it work. So we'll, we'll talk to you guys about that later. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness had a new description of this week um, and uh, involved, I think maybe someone talking about a producer or a designer or something. But two years have passed since the events of WandaVision um, for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness before it, when it takes place. So um, it will not take place right at the... I, I don't think at the end of, of WandaVision where she's in the cabin by uh, doing the, the book thing. So I think it'll be much later. But it says that there will be combined sorcerer's powers to stop her and whatever she's doing, whatever that is. So... Um, I mean, I, do we just assume that's Wong?
0: Um, well, <laughs> or, like, maybe they'll introduce a new sorcerer into the pantheon of the MCU? Yep,
1: my, my guess is that or maybe, like, all the others. At the end of end game there are, what, hundreds of, of um, Magic users mm-hmm. there? I think they'll be part of that. Um, you know, pos- I, I don't know. Um, I don't think Mordo will be part of this team to help them. So, um, But uh, I'm very interested to see what this means and, and how... I really yeah. we know very little about this movie somehow, and I'm, I'm very excited for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, based on this kind of description, I mean, I don't think that we've yet been given any sort of confirmation how who the antagonist was going to be uh, or if Wanda was going to be the antagonist. I, 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 I wasn't going to cross the threshold and say that she wouldn't, you know, make trouble. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, obviously she's starting to do some weird stuff at the end of WandaVision, like looking for her kids. Right. Uh, but yeah, this is kind of kind of pitting her up as an antagonist. And I feel like the the most iconic, you know, House of M storyline has her as an antagonist. So I don't know if they're going to try to dip down that yeah. uh, dip down that story or well, not.
1: Well, I, mean, I think um, she could very well be an antagonist, but I think I still think the uh, multiverse. Um, there's going to be someone, possibly the Shuma Gorath, possibly part of those tentacle monsters we've seen in What If, um, mm-hmm. will probably be the the bigger villain. Uh, especially since we're getting America Chavez and um, who who else is not in this movie though uh, rumored, but uh, I'm very excited to, to to see this and maybe get a trailer before uh, we get to Eternals. Sam Raimi did direct this movie, um, and I'm I'm really really anticipating what it's gonna look like, Mike. I think this is, might be my my big my big one for next year um, overall. What what do you think? I mean, I'm pulling for you. Yeah.
0: I mean, you, you you were right when you said uh, your big one that you were looking forward to this year was Loki. Yeah. So I hope you're right with uh, this one, and we get just as much yeah. craziness out of yeah, it. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's got it's got competition. It's got Thor: Love and Thunder up against it. Um, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, end the Marvels as well. So um, it's it's a stacked year next year. But I think I think this one will this one will kick it off. And I'm not even going to say anything about Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse two because I would love. I think that, that if, if the second one is equally good as the first one, we're in for a treat. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Marvel Zombies, which were just debuted in uh, What If last week, is now rumored to be a live-action property and works at Marvel down the line. Um, I don't think I'd want to see something based on that, that episode, though. Would you? like?
0: Yeah, that it's strange just because when we thought of you know uh marvel what if like the biggest advantage that they had uh going into animation was they didn't have to whip up a live action production right you could get a lot of these voice actors to return and everything like that um i i I mean if they continued the what if storyline right um Mm -hmm. you know they wouldn't have to deal with like trying to figure out how to bring like chris evans or robert downey jr back into it but it was cool that we kind of got to see those characterizations because they don't have to bring those actors back right. in which have moved on to other things so i just well, feel like <laughs> marvel zombies is more fun when you kind of get to use these classic marvel characters but they've burned through those characters already so i don't i, well, I don't know it seems less special to me well the
1: other thing they can't continue because again chavik Bozeman is sadly passed and he was one of the survivors right at the end there uh, uh, along with, I don't think they're going to get Tom Holland um, to, to do this So if they do this, like, what is it? Is this like a human in the world of Marvel Zombies Who wasn't infected? Uh, you, you know, what, what what does it even look like? What does it even do? And I feel like as much as I love the Marvel Zombies comic book Which has the superheroes in it and stuff like that This is, unless this execution is top of the line Like, I'm really surprised There's no good way for this to, to come off Like,
0: Yeah, also this is the first kind of rumor that we've heard of a live action Marvel property being generated that would not kind of canonically exist mm-hmm. within the MCU, right? I mean, there's there's, I, I guess not no way but I feel like how do you do a zombie apocalypse without like affecting the MCU at large, right? You know, now are we just going to start making like one-off kind of like movie universes? Um, I, I suppose it could be on Disney Plus. Maybe that would make it a little easier to get across. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like if you really want to bring zombies into, like, your superhero genre, like, I don't know, put, like, a zombie storyline uh, in, like, a Deadpool well, movie, right? Bl- I feel like that fits. Blade.
1: Like, he's fighting vampires. Zombies, vampires, It all kind of goes together, right? Like, that makes sense. Yeah, but, but, like, he, but that's
0: more – but I feel like that's more of just of just to have a zombie on the screen. I, the the charm of Marvel zombies right, saying, is that yeah. you get to see your heroes decrepit and decaying, yeah. right? Um, so, yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll chalk this up to the rumor mill, you know, as we have here in our show Think, notes. Things on and, the dry
1: erase board that will never come to fruition, hopefully. But.
0: Yeah, and I mean, I feel like, you know, I, I do my best not to dive too much into the, the uh, social media spheres for a lot of uh, superhero and Marvel stuff, because uh, I feel like I get my fill of it here every Sunday when we talk about it on the podcast, but I don't feel like I've seen an over... Um, an overabundance of enthusiasm for that last episode. Right. I haven't seen like a ton of memes or screenshots of that specific what if episode. So like, I'm sure some people like dug it, but it doesn't seem like people are really clamoring for mm-hmm. just like, yeah, live action, this mofo. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, I think, yeah. And I think it's also, I, I haven't heard like that kind of thing in any of them, but it's like one of those things like that was one of the few that ended on like a, like a really weird note, uh, at the end of it, like you're like oh there's a Thanos like it feels like that one feels definitive at the end of everything because it had the Thanos with the gauntlet and they were literally taking the mm-hmm. last stone to him so like I I don't feel like that one has any room to be you know taken up but like if they wanted to do a new version like there's I don't know how they could even do this so it, it just sure surprise me if you want to but like I'm not I'm not losing sleep over waiting on this one to, to pop around mm-hmm. however finally our next show after what if. Hawkeye got its trailer this week. It's the most wonderful
0: time of the so, year. I
1: didn't know it was a Christmas themed series. Um, mm-hmm. uh, however, it is a Christmas themed series, and the music gives it away. the The whole season gives it away, and it will be debuting from Thanksgiving through Christmas. So, oh my gosh! I mean,
0: uh, this uh, this trailer could factually be really really bad and I wouldn't even know it because the 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 Christmas song in it right like yeah. I'm 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 jonesing for the holidays so bad right now uh I think just you know uh pandemic uh, COVID times just really make you look forward to times you remember like being okay so like when I heard like the Christmas jingle you see iconic scenes of like New York City which is a, a city that gets uh that gets wrapped up in a lot of Christmas shenanigans and movies like uh Die like, Hard you know, I think like Home <laughs> Die Hard, Home. well, Die Hard's technically, uh, well, well, the third Die Hard, it's not a Christmas movie, is in New York, yeah. but the first one is in LA. Uh, right. But anyway, Sorry. you know, like, yeah, like Home Alone 2, like New York is a very Christmassy, yeah. uh, Christmassy city, right? And then you got the snow falling, you know, he's like, he's there with his family making up for lost time, and it's just like, this is, I'm just getting a lot of joy, joyous vibes out of this, and then you get a lot of fun banter yeah. between uh, Kate Bishop and Hawkeye in this trailer. Um, well, I, we get a little backstory. It seems like she's running around as like a, a Ronin her, clone. Yeah. It kind of looks like that seems to be the premise.
1: Yeah. So like the Ronin costume, uh, the history is coming back to bite him in the ass, if you will. Um, there was only like a couple days between when he stopped being Ronin and like when he time traveled and fought Thanos. Right. So like, that's still probably pretty fresh in some of those people's minds. Um, uh, you know, uh, one of the, th- if I would have to say there's, there's two, um, you know, kind of fun things about this. One is like the, the buddy cop mentality of it, right? Like, you know, um, he's, he seems very exasperated, but he's like a train shield agent, right? Like he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And like, you know, she's like, Oh, I want, I'm going to be hockey, But like, it feels very much like he's got to be home in time for Christmas as well. Against a ticking clock and like typical Christmas movie fashion. Um, I'm Mm -hmm. thinking planes, trains and automobiles, which is technically Thanksgiving, but you know, similar kind of things like, yeah, yeah, you've got me. And then you've got this other person who's causing, you know, more problems making Take longer Then the other half I'm going to chastise it Because I want more arrows Mike Uh, Not enough arrows (laughs) Were used in this In this trailer Because that's all They can fire And that's all Really they do So give me some more Arrows if you will
0: I love the low stakes of everything, right? You know, I think some people, you know, you might think of a, a smaller Marvel movie. Like, I feel like the last kind of quote-unquote small Marvel movie we got was maybe like Black Widow, uh-huh. just because it was like, it was only like a global threat, not a universal right. threat, right? Like, this is like as, it, as small as we've ever really seen it in the MCU, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: and, and, and the thing with Black Widow is like, no one was trying to take over the world any more than they were already doing, so it was like, mm-hmm. like oh, you only stumbled in this because you came back into our system, not not yeah. that we were
0: L- like like even even WandaVision, like she was like threatening like a whole population of a yeah. town, right? The stakes were pretty high there and her big magical yeah. abilities. Like my favorite shot in this trailer is just like a bunch of goons throwing a Molotov cocktail through a window yeah. and like Hawkeye, since his superpower is like hand-eye coordination, yeah. like grabs it and just throws it back, and I was like, This is fun. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have like fun, like you know, stuff like this going on and it just uh Absolutely oozes Matt fraction, and right? that, like from from head to And tail.
1: that's the um the, the the tracksuit mafia or tracksuit Dracula's is is like the Russian Ooh. mafia who's after him in that book. Who's who are the villains in this? Um, yeah, I there's there's that. And then if you notice, he's actually wearing hearing aids, and this uh, that has to do with like you know he's actually like partially deaf in the the comic books as well. So, um, he has him here, and then we see a single sliver of the character Echo, um, who is um, supposedly um. She's a, she's a vigilante who, kind of like Daredevil, uh, she's deaf she, but she can see, but she can use echolocation for that stuff. So I think that's going to tie in this, and that's what I was going to bring back. Is you know we talked about these circles looking like targets; uh, mm-hmm. they're actually pulsating circles, so they kind of look like echolocation if you look at them a little bit closer. Oh yeah
0: yeah yeah, I see what you're so, saying. So
1: um, mm-hmm. you know I think there's there's a subtle subtle hint to that, and um, I, I think. This trailer doesn't get me fully jazzed for the show, like you know, like you said, it's the, it's the the song and the the atmosphere of Christmassy in New York that, that that draw you in. So I'm hoping for a better second one, but at least we know it's coming, um, and we have something to look forward to after a couple weeks break here, uh, when when uh, when What If kind of wraps up for a little bit. So um, anything else you want to add to that? I mean, I I want to talk more about, it, but there's no details, like there's nothing, no leaks here that I felt like could be. Take it into, other than the fact his wife isn't around um, in New York. So, like, maybe he's in town for a business trip. I don't I don't know. Like, is he – what's yeah, he doing?
0: Uh, yeah, it, it, it looks like he's like, okay, we've saved the universe. Uh, I may or may not be retired. I, I'm still grieving yeah. the loss of, like, my best friend. Uh, I've seen my family vanish in front of my eyes. I think it's time we all go on a vacation. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like they're going to that really funny like was it Mister Rogers or what did what was that play oh, it's called? Just Rogers the musical, just, yeah, yeah, right, that looks hilarious. I hope we get at least a solid like sixty seconds of what this musical yeah. could be because I I think we both agree we'd like to see that in real I've, life.
1: I've, we'd put get, that on fucking like, Disney Plus. Rogers the musical, right next to Hamilton. I'll watch it all day.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll go to we'll go to New York and go to Broadway and get some tickets. Yeah, I, I'm down the clown on this one. This looks like it's gonna be a fun, good time, and yeah. uh, I wonder if it'll have a, a little bit of rewatchability to it, right? Because it's uh, a yeah. holiday themed, and everybody's looking for uh, a new thing to kind of like add to the no. add to the tradition yeah. of the holidays. Yeah,
1: it's it's the second uh, MCU property set at Christmas, which Iron Man three was the other one, uh, which Ooh. was also referenced mm-hmm. this year, by the way. <laughs> Uh, The only other thing about this is, um, you know, again, spoilers if you've not seen Black Widow, but it is available for home purchase. I brought my steelbook home yesterday. Um, Yelena Belova is not in this trailer, who is technically hunting Hawkeye after we saw the ending of Black Widow. So, um, that was a big secret I think they're keeping for a little bit. Um, I think she'll be not the main antagonist, but a primary antagonist for for some of this show coming Mm up. So, we'll keep eyes on that uh and armor wars the the armor wars i was about to say Man and the wasp but i was gonna say that would ruin the news that um armor wars could feature the return of sunny birch played by walton goggins in ant-man and the wasp uh
0: i lo- i love walton goggins yeah. we are big walton goggins stands in this household yeah. uh we'll watch pretty much anything that he's in he's great really the only memorable thing Honestly, I'm not trying to sound harsh. The only memorable thing I have from Ant-Man and the Wast, uh, a movie that I didn't, didn't particularly dig, but, uh, well, Goggins, he's great. Yeah. He just, he chews up anything that you give him, and it's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he, um, he was a tech merchant, right? Like he was essentially getting high end pieces of technology and then selling them on the, uh, essentially the black market, right? Like that's, that's what he, he is. I could also, um, or I would love to see the return of Sam Rockwell's, um, everybody
0: like everybody yeah. wants Sam yeah. Rockwell to come back and i agree but it just seems like at this point in time it's been so long well, that it's just like when you bring him back like you're going to have to do it I, up i i tell
1: you what though um spoiler alert for shang chi the last time we saw um sam rockwell was with um uh ben kingsley in that short all hail the king oh was sam rockwell yeah, in that short yeah you watch he's he's like a cutaway uh, in that short yep he's he's at the same prison uh, he was. They were both in the same prison, so. Oh,
0: gotcha. I mean, I, I, I what I would expect to see is, like, you know, he's a big, expensive... Uh, not expensive. He's a big, rich businessman. Yeah. I'm sure there's some sort of appeal or something that he'll do to, like, get well, out of prison, like, scot-free and then get back to well,
1: work. Well, and really, again, it, it also depends, like, you know, after the blip, during the blip, we're prisoners kind of let go, like, hey, go live your life. You don't know how much time you have left kind of thing. Um, oh, yeah, maybe. Um, or he got out pretty quickly after, but... If you put Walton Goggins and Sam Rockwell as villains in the same series, Mike, I'm in. I don't care if Don Cheadle as Al G. Rhythm shows up in this kind of show. <laughs> you have me the whole way through. I That would bump right up to the top of my, my, my shows to look forward to. So. Yeah. I actually
0: do like what you, what you pitched there with the, the blip, like, you know, Sam Rockwell, you know, uh, he's, he's in prison, right, you know, and he's going through his routine of, like, going from uh, his cell to lunch or whatever, and then the security guard is, like, watching him, and then all of a sudden just hit his security guard or, uh, you know, just vanishes, and uh, everybody else starts to vanish, and he's just like, oh, I'm going to use this opportunity to run out yeah. of here, and I'm sure once he gets out of those walls, he's a man that has a lot of resources yeah. at his uh, disposal. It's- and probably went to what was that? What was that town and uh, or that city in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, where the where all the bad guys live? Um, oh yeah, like in, yeah or um, like in Singapore uh, somewhere, yeah, yeah. Or something. Uh,
1: it's it's like Singapore, yes. It's a uh, bad guy island. I'm yeah, sure yeah. he's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, in, Madripoor. Madripoor, yeah, Madripoor. Yeah, Madripoor. yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, I mean it could be that, or you know, I I, th- I don't think he's completely incompetent as a tech person. Um, he just when he dreams big, he fails. Like he could probably. He probably has a way to get out of there when that happens, like, and show him using some of his intelligence, right? So he's not just a complete goofball the whole time because to, mm-hmm. to make him a, a good villain, you have to keep him menacing. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah. Armor Wars has a lot of potential, and I'm setting this up to be really good in my head. And I, need to, I just need to let it go because it probably mm-hmm. will come to fruition. All right, into the episode. That means we're going to talk this week's "What If" episode uh-huh. six. Uh, before that, though, we did get a mid-season teaser, uh, which kind of shows some of the stuff that's come, some of the stuff that's to come, and what uh, is interesting about this teaser is, and it's really about today's show or this week's show. So if you're not watching, you can you can tune out. Is that you know, I there are shots of Tony Stark snapping the finger and saying, "I'm Iron Man." I'm like, where would this exist in this "What If" universe? Oh, it's a uh-huh. flashback of the universe that happened the way it did in this Ooh, week's right. episode. So I'm like, some of these shots could just be shots that never happened in the show and are yeah, just like...
0: it's just the watcher narrative yeah. of just like this what is what was supposed to happen,
1: yeah. but actually this is what yeah. happened. Yeah, or here's what it could have looked like, but that's not what we're talking about this week, and I'm like yeah. you son of a bitch. So like, now <laughs> I'm starting to feel like we're, we're getting you know, thrown around. Um, some of the things we did see in this teaser that we are missing before the end of the show with three more episodes left, seven, eight, nine, is Gamora... Uh, we've not seen her at all in this. The Armored mm. Black Widow. Party Thor, which I thought was going to be earlier on. And the Ultrons. So, um, very interested to see how this works. Um, my guess is, you know, we talked about there's one um, in this teaser. I don't know if you watched it, Mike, or not. Um, you actually get to see um, the the Grandmaster and Korg, like, dancing at a party. Like, the, the uh, Grandmaster, like, DJing like he was in the first one. So... Uh, Maybe that's a Party Thor episode. I don't know. So yeah, I would.
0: Can you imagine if it wasn't Party Thor? Like, what other episode would that pop up? then? Yeah, I didn't get a. I get a. I didn't get a chance uh, to watch this uh, yet. But I mean, uh, if we have to uh, pivot to the the actual episode this week, uh, that was a a bit of a snooze fest, Chris. I don't know how you (laughs) felt about this week's episode, but I feel like I was really channeling kind of your criticisms of the first episode with uh with uh Captain Carter of like not that much is really drastically changing in this scenario mm-hmm. and uh it's just a little less entertaining like it didn't go as like bombastic with the what so, if scenario in my mind. Yeah,
1: so th- last week um was zombies, right? Um and mm-hmm. this week was what if killmonger rescued Tony Stark and what the hell is the inciting incident? Like why was Killmonger not like? Yes, him rescuing Tony Stark changes stuff, but like, what caused him to go rescue Tony Stark? Um, would have been the more interesting thing. Like, what was what was Killmonger's uh, uh you know, actual incident that caused him to go save this guy? Right, that's what I want to know.
0: Yeah. I mean, I feel like I don't know exactly who you blame because I do know like Kevin Feige like is a producer on this show, but I feel like there's other producers involved as well who are making creative decisions. And it just seems like some of the writers tapped on some of these episodes just didn't quite understand the assignment. Right. Yeah. It's like it's not just make up a, a crazy, you know, wacky scenario, but like you need to like pick a moment in time where things change. Yep. So it's just like you can't just say like Killmonger like shows up and saved and saves Tony. Yeah, that, that's what a big, made him go there. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> event,
1: but like that's a causality of his choice. So what was that choice to get him there? Mm-hmm. And and what I, I I agree with you. I wouldn't say it's a snooze fest. I'm just I'm unimpressed. Uh, I I again you know going back to the Black Panther film, uh, Killmonger is a great villain, right? Like I think you know he's mm-hmm. a, a very good motivated villain, but he has the same problems in the end of that movie that he has here. Is he's just good at everything and why is he the best at everything um and you know that that causes him to be like at the center of like all these again killing off um yeah all the people along including Tony Stark and Don Cheadle and then he invaded Wakanda and then I was like he's gonna turn those robots back on and then blame it on somebody else and lo and behold he did that like it was he's he's trying to get to the top I thought he was going to kill the king when he was by the king with him Like, alone on top of that. Uh I'm like, he's just going to kill the king and be like, I'm now the king of Wakanda. And like, that's how he got to power and take over the world. But like, I don't know. It feels like he's just good at everything. And I'm like, that's fine. But like, I don't like it. Like, it doesn't present a challenge to anything along the way. And
0: yeah, like, I'll give this, I'll give the episode props of it was believable to me. Like, if Tony Stark kind of was rescued and didn't get imprisoned in that uh, terrorist, like, You know, cave. I think it is very believable that he may have not have been become Iron Man, and he still kind of would have been this jerk. And you know, I see him kind of like fawning over like this, like you know, badass guy that saved him. So that that is very believable. He
1: would still make a a suit um, for non-war purposes, but it's still a violent suit, no matter what he did. So I agree with that. Yes. Yeah, and he
0: was just like, "We need to build more stuff to protect our boys." I was like, "Okay, like I I see this this uh, change working." uh but yeah ultimately at the end of the episode not much really changed like it, which is kind of almost insulting to say for like some of the characters that just like straight up died mm. in the episode right like oh they're just dead a yeah. lot has changed for them yeah. but like i feel like like you like you mentioned like these what if episodes should have like these big like consequences where things are radically different and i feel like oh at the end of the day like uh killmonger still eventually makes it to wakanda he puts on a black panther suit you know i, I guess there's no black panther to come back and like and beat him up and you know ultimately defeat him but it was just like oh okay i guess things well, changed so a little bit that's not too exciting what
1: this one suffers from the most is i believe it is setting up a sequel episode in season two more than any other episode because it ends on a really really weird note with like hey everybody's dead but like the girls are going to come back and get him somehow like we'll show the world he's evil kind of thing and we're like okay show it to me and, and just kind of leaves it i'm like this is like i guess like a def- it's not a cliffhanger but it's like a deflated ending we're like yeah we know how we're going to beat him I'm like okay show us how you're going to beat him like don't tell us like you're going to do it show us how you're going to do it or is this literally setting up for an episode next season um and, and we don't know it yet because that would be mm. that would probably be the only way to redeem this episode Mike is if they showed the, the back half of it next season and there was a lot more cool stuff going on
0: yeah and it gets like really crazy yeah. and things really really change in, in, in the yeah. you know on planet earth if, if you will uh, I thought it was I thought uh, um, I thought uh, T'Challa kind of went out like uh, went out very easily huh. right you know Killmonger shows up with some sort of like it's it's uh, the gun from Iron Man one
1: that's what uh, yeah. that's what um, Obadiah uses on Tony to paralyze him. Remember, um, oh, and pulls the yeah, thing out of kinda. his chest. Yeah, it's the same thing but turned into a gun.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like you got you, yeah. you got T'Challa in this like futuristic like Wakandan suit, and it just like he he basically nursed him instantly, and then you know, and then he gets killed. And I was like, okay, that that seemed yeah. a little bit too easy for a uh, Killmonger to take out that uh you know Black Panther. But yeah, overall, I I would think this might be my. Least favorite episode, and which is a shame because, like, I I think the 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 locale and all of the characters within Wakanda are are I do. just so interesting, but they all kind of just did the exact same stuff they did in their own movie that we've already seen, right? Like even like even in the throne room scene when uh, Killmonger shows up, they're like all very um, wary, they're all very yeah. apprehensive, they're all very worried, uh, uh, you know, and eventually things change. But I feel like it's like I feel like I'm just watching the movie movie but animated yeah. right now well
1: and then the other thing that um you know uh again T'Challa says in the other he's like your demons are the, the, the I guess the ghost will get you on this side or the other kind of thing and there was no mm-hmm. no no payoff for that which is really really awful um for the substance because it does yeah. have it has two good things uh, if you want to go ahead I'll let you if you want to say
0: something oh I was gonna say I would expect a turn of just like oh if you drink uh what was I don't remember if the liquid the, had a name well was, it was it's like,
1: the heart-shaped herb like the
0: yeah, like if you like if you drink that but you know you the only reason you're drinking it is because you killed the previous Black Panther yeah. like maybe something horrible happens like yeah. I don't know you, maybe you like mutate but, or, uh, you be, or you become or you become cursed yeah. in some way haunted, like visibly by, maybe. I think haunted yeah. even
1: by like the, the previous Black Panthers at all times kind of thing like
0: yeah or maybe even like lean into the aspect that this episode's animated mm-hmm. and maybe you could kind of do something you normally couldn't do in live-action yeah. like with the character there like maybe like a specter follows him around or, yeah. or you know there, there could have been something interesting to do with that because I did think it was really cool when he went to that afterlife area you're like oh you're you're talking to the to your like cousin that you just murdered like there could be something an interesting mm-hmm. scene happening here and then it just kind of ends right
1: yeah, exactly exactly that the, on both sides of it the, the real world and spiritual world ends but i will give it two two credits again again the voice mm-hmm. acting superb like i'm so glad they got the real voice act the actors to voice these characters because i think that sells the quality of the show I No mean, even if the story sucks i still feel it was a great show because of that right like uh, Michael B. Jordan's Killmonger, all the people, even the Queen and King, had their original you know actors doing the voices again. So I think mm-hmm. that's a, a real even Claw, um, uh, you know, um, what's his name, Andy Circus, come back. So mm-hmm. huge, huge credit to Marvel for snagging all these this talent and doing
0: that. Also, like, but like Andy Circus literally dies again well, in the exact same way. <laughs> it was just like I thought they were going to use this opportunity to keep Andy Circus's claw character, like, living, like, right? You Like, you give him some more cool claw abilities. Yeah. Like, maybe he could be, like, T'Challa's, like, you know, right hand or, like, in like you know, yeah. secret insurgent or something like that. And he's like, you no, know, he just shoots well, him in the they, head again. They, they never again. turn claw <laughs> to
1: his, like, actual, like, audio or, like, you know, sound form in the MC. Like, this would have mm-hmm. been a great chance to do that because you don't have to actually do it. It's animated. Um, but the second credit, I, I, during the scene where the – um, Dora Milaje and even the Queen are fighting that robots. Um, some of those single takes and that action and animation were fantastic. Like I really love the animation style and the fluid motion of all those characters through that because some of those single takes to, to like it looks like a single take, but it's animation so I, but like it would go from one to the other and they were they were killing the robots, it looked really, really cool. And I thought, you know, of everything that scene will stick out in my head for the rest of the, like you know, even if the rest of it yeah, doesn't, so
0: the, there was definitely some striking visuals there too. Like when the robots come in, and you just and it's the super wide shot, and you just see like the red lights in yeah. the distance. That was pretty ominous. I did like the joke too, of like when we see the first like um, holographic uh, blueprints of it. The first thing I thought of, like, oh, that looks like a Gundam, and then they literally say yeah. that in the show of just like, what can I say? I like anime, and it's just like, okay, I, I appreciate it that they that yeah. they didn't try to um they didn't try to hide the, yeah. the direct influence of what this thing. Looks like yeah
1: yeah so yeah i agree so i mean yeah I like this is like at worst this isn't a bad episode it's just middle of the road compared to other tv shows but like of the six this is like the not my favorite one by far so mm-hmm. um yeah i think i think i think we both agree there with that so that's pretty easy anything else you want to add about the what if mike three more episodes left <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's right. Just a couple more episodes and we just got a couple more days until we watch the next one. It'll be a it'll be a marathon with some Star Wars mm-hmm. visions. Yep. Got some animation here yep. in our future. And great- I'll watch a little bit more Castlevania this week probably too, so save save, I'm, save I'm having, room, room for
1: dessert with tonight. the Great British Bake Off, Mike.
0: Mmm, well, it could be a savory week. I mean, usually the first week is sweet, you yeah. know, because, you know, that's really what the heart of the show is, is baking sweet stuff. But who knows? It could be it savory. Could be,
1: they're not going to yeah. start with bread week, though, and that, that's a fact. We all know it's never bread
0: week.
1: So. <laughs> um, we're showing our cards here. Anyway, Mike, let's wrap up the show. Uh, I am starving, so let's let's let me eat dinner. So if we let's wrap this up, if people want to find you, know what you're doing, where can they get you at? Yeah, you
0: can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can read my webcomics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, if people want to catch up with you, where can they find, find you? Find me
1: on Twitter, Valdan, V-A-L-D-A-N, or Instagram, Valdan87. Um, message me over there. People know about the show, what we do, and the reviews. Um, catch our old uh, older Shang-Chi review. Get ready for our upcoming Venom review. Where can they find all these at?
0: Oh, I'll make it short and sweet. All you gotta do is visit slate.com and you can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, and wherever else you love to listen to fine podcasts. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and the Gram, and you can get merch at superhero slash store. If you want to be a super fan of the show, it's so easy to do. All you gotta do is share the show with a friend, share the show with a buddy, and we will be here every week, folks. Stay tuned and uh, watch out for... Uh, Soggy bottom. That's right.
1: You don't want a soggy bottom. <laughs> um, you will, you will not get a handshake for a soggy bottom. That's no, for sure.
0: That's right. Not from those baby blue mm-hmm. eyes. See you guys next week. All right, bye. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe. Oh man, I blew out my fitness pal this week.